Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Elite City Podcast. We have a two-man booth tonight. It's me and good old Rick. And uh, what's going on, sir? Uh, not much. I just want to say that it, it wasn't on purpose to follow up the all-women show with a no-women show. That's just it how did. it worked out. We weren't just like, well, that's enough of that. Like, yes. you know, we didn't. It, that's just how it worked out. We, this was not done on purpose. This isn't This isn't like a, well, we had our one-women segment of the night. So we're <laughs> going to move on. That, that wasn't one, our 920. That's right. <laughs> Though we're recording around 920, but that's unrelated. That unrelated. It's very true. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, they, uh, the ladies did a heck of a job last week. Um, it's It did amazing numbers, and we're going to continue it. So stay tuned. We'll, yeah, we'll sure. let you know when we hammer out the semantics on it. So, But stay tuned. Um, this week was interesting. To say the least. Yes, this dynamite ruled. It was a yes. great. It was a great episode. It was one. I was thinking, like, is it is it the best episode in the last like I don't know six months, eight months? Like, it's been it was the it was the best episode in a while, in my opinion. Yeah, I I, I would agree to that. Uh, yeah, I'd agree to that, hundred percent. Um, and boy, did it open with a banger. Uh, Swerve and Hangman. Uh. Well, just first off, I want your genuine reaction. What did you think of the draw? I kind of expected it, but AEW always does a good job at making you forget about the draw. Like when when it first yes. when it first when they first mentioned the match, I was like, oh, it's probably going to be something where they end up in a triple threat match. Yeah, but then I forgot about that as the match was ongoing. The one time they just said five minutes remaining, that kind of like reminded me, oh yeah, it could go to a draw. That's when it got me. When they yeah. made that specific, because like even Excalibur's like, oh, did you see Paul Turner made the five minute sign? I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he didn't, no, that didn't happen. <laughs> five minute sign. <laughs> yeah, like just say, hey, there's five minutes left in the twenty minute match or whatever it was. The uh, only thing I thought was weird was that they said Swerve was ranked one and Hangman was ranked two because Swerve had wins over Hangman, but didn't the rankings only start in twenty twenty four? Yes. That was a little weird. They could have <laughs> yeah. just made something up about like quality of competition. Like he beat someone who had a higher ranking or something. They didn't need to throw that in there. Right. Or it's like pro wrestling. Like just like nobody would technically question that. Right. They could have just not mentioned it at all. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, it's like, wait a minute, your team's 0 and 35 and you're in first? Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, no, it's like it's pro wrestling. Right. We would we would just right. be like, oh, okay. That makes sense. Um this is uh, yeah, the, the draw the draw made sense. I liked it. I, I, I enjoyed it. Um, but like I said, I I when they gave the hint like, oh, there's five minutes left, I was like, Oh, it's probably gonna be a draw. I yeah. kind of wish they wouldn't have said that. Yeah, but I liked how they did it because then they were like, Oh, here comes the overtime. And then Hangman was like, Nope. Yeah. <laughs> I thought now, that now do you pretty- think this is just Hangman being paranoid, like he's mad. It's obviously it makes sense that he's mad at Swerve because you know Swerve tried to you know attack his house, um, right? But is this Hangman just like being thrown off his game because of Swerve and he's like losing his mind because of Swerve, or is this like the start of a Hangman heel turn? Ah, that's a good question. Um, uh, uh, well, no, I was going to play it safe and say a little bit of both. Uh, no, I'll say full blown heel. I'll say when it, it's going to be a big heel turn, like eventually, like not, yeah. This like gave maybe, me yeah. This gave me like um, Bret Hart, Steve Austin vibes, where like Swerve is clearly the bad guy, like right. obviously, 
and like like when Brett and Austin faced faced each other, like Austin was clearly the bad guy. He like stole a ambulance or something and like beat up his family. Like he's clearly the bad guy. But people just like him so much that right he's gonna he Swerve's gonna end up turning face just because of people think he's cool. And yeah, and I think Hangman's gonna they're gonna double turn them. Hangman's gonna turn heel. Swerve's gonna turn face. Well, I I, I wrote this down during the show, and. Do you think AEW is going to get rid of, not get rid of, but go back towards there's not heels and faces anymore? Everybody's kind of a little bit in the gray area. Like now that Punk's gone and, you know. I mean, that would get, be cool. There needs to be some kind of, even in, even in like the Attitude Era, there was like when there was no heels and no faces, they kind of, you, <laughs> you leaned one way or the other, right? Like Yeah, that, that's what I mean. Like keep it like, like what Christian's doing. Like people yeah. like, but it's not like full-blown heel, like. Yeah, and it's I was within, thinking that that Swerve, at least in my opinion, Swerve feels kind of like a, a Stone Cold in 1997 character to me. Like he's clearly a bad guy. He does yeah. bad stuff. Like, but he's just so damn cool. But he's just so cool <laughs> that everyone yeah. cheers for him. Yeah, like he'll like he's he hits people with bricks and like <laughs> and attacks people's families and like like he broke broke Dustin's ankle and everyone still cheered for him. Like it's like I think he's just That's like true. That's true. He's just he transcends like heel face. <laughs> He could just be such a like a horrible person and still get cheered. Uh, it, it is that it's like the MJF factor. Like yeah. it, it, Swerve is is, I mean, he hasn't done it with the crowd yet, but he's going to give one of those promos where he's either going to be starting off booed and by the end have them cheering, or start them off cheering and by the end have them booing. Like, yeah, good point. He's gonna, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Um. This I, I wrote it down specifically. I'm gonna start keeping track. Right. As as of this is my first uh, on the list for match of the year. Yeah, this is a it was a it was a great match. They yes. they have like a really good chemistry with each other. Like everything they do, yeah, is just good. And and I know it's pro wrestling, and and they are like hitting each other per se, but it looks so if if somebody didn't know what pro wrestling was and you showed that to them, they're like, oh, those two men are fighting. Like, it right. looks it looks legit. It And I'm not, I'm not trying to take it away being like, but they know how to fall. Like, not that. It's, <laughs> I know right. they're really getting hurt, but it's it's done very well. Yeah, definitely. Now, now, I was thinking what they should have done was have, you know how Swerve this whole time has been talking about how he wants to win the AEW title. They should have had him win the title shot and then just like give it away to someone unrelated to to the thing and then uh, change his mind and be like no 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 i'm taking it back yes because then the internet makes, would say that it's cinema i mean that makes perfect sense what you just <laughs> said <laughs> i mean if you're going to spend a really long time talking about how you want to become champion once you finally have that chance you should just immediately let someone else have it right. and then just change your mind right right no questions asked like they didn't even ask for it just hand willingly of hand course. it over yeah, that's what they should have done. Swerve should have just been, hey, you know, I'm going to give this match to, you know, Evil Uno. And then, and, and then been like, you know what? I'm not. And like, yeah, would have worked out fine. And that, and that, yeah, that, that would be awesome. I mean, Emmy, Emmy worth. Yes, Emmy worthy. They would be giving them Emmys for sure. For sure. Oh, that's incredible. That's <laughs> cinema. I love that one. I love the phrase. But this match was great. Yeah. Yes. All jokes aside, everything about it was great. I loved Hangman, like just refusing the five minutes because, like, yeah, that he doesn't was cool. have to. 
Yeah. I even liked when people people were saying, oh, but Hangman was yelling, oh, you have to beat me to become no more contender. And people were like, well, no, he doesn't. I'm like, no, he doesn't have to. But in Hangman's eyes, he yes. does. Right? That, that's not an official statement. That's just Hangman feels that way. And that it, it was great because yeah. Swerve never actually beat him clean. So he still has some sort of bragging rights of you never beat me clean in a one on one match. But Swerve has the bragging rights of no, but I beat you badly so many times. It's it's True. great. I love this feud. Well, do you do you think Swerve pins Joe and then you automatically the next feud is Hangman Swerve again? And then yeah, you can I don't finally know where they're gonna be- go. That would be that would be great if they did that. And then he would finally get to beat him in a real like clean, yeah. Yeah. For the title, clean, no questions asked. It, maybe that's the big turn. That's the full face turn for Swerve and the full heel turn for Hangman. Yeah, that could be it. That'd be cool. And that could drag it out. I want to see where it yeah. goes. Speaking of... I also of... really love Joe's, Joe's reaction of like, oh yeah, this is perfect. This is great. What I yeah. saw. <laughs> he was just like, this thing, yeah, yeah, this is fair. <laughs> it was great. Joe, you could say what you want about Joe when he was in WWE, but when they gave him the headset, he must have paid a lot of attention, a lot of attention, excuse me. He's very good at like at the commentary desk. Like he's a good promo, but he knows, excuse the pun, he knows his role on what he's supposed to do. And him being a heel character, he plays to the heel commentator. Uh, He'll blatantly talk over when the face is doing something awesome like yeah <laughs> the little nuances he must have paid a lot of attention to whoever the commentary coaches at wwe yeah, for sure. i agree um and speaking of can't wait to see where it goes the women's title match or, or excuse me was it a title match or was it an uh it was a eliminator eliminator match. okay that's yeah. i wrote it down wrong okay so it was, a, it was an eliminator match tony storm Versus Red Velvet. Uh, Red Velvet is a great wrestler. She needs a new character. I, I that's my. I, I don't like the stirred up thing. It's my only. Yeah, complaint. I liked. I liked it a couple of weeks ago when she played it more more heelish. Yes. This week she 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 wasn't the heel because she was facing Tony and it, like right. it's dull when she's a face. It doesn't work for me. Yeah, same here. Uh, but like this match was awesome. I just yeah, she's a great wrestler. I just yeah, you're right. She needs a new character. Um, Diana, great on commentary. Uh, yeah, better than I expected. I did. I didn't. I never pictured her as a. You know, never thought of her as someone who's you know a great speaker. She's a great wrestler, obviously, but I didn't think that he was. But she, yeah, she was. She did a great job on commentary. And and like, I, I, I want to say opposite of Tony, as in like, of course she's not going to go out there and tell like the outdated jokes, but like, she played it down the middle like there was no heel face you know she was like even questioning who tony storm is still like it was yeah it was really well done for i I don't want to say her character i'm going to use air quotes because she's herself but you know doubt up to 11 or whatever yeah and she kind of um she praised she both praised tony and uh red velvet she wasn't she like she was the she's like she was the face right oh yeah tony's a great competitor i just i'm gonna take her title not like she sucks Right. And how did she walk in those? I guess you want to call them shoes. <laughs> <laughs> those things were, I was like, I was like, oh, okay, she's 100% going to break her ankle. Oh, she's going <laughs> to fall. She's like, those were gnarly. 
Like, and did that you see that? Cute. Speaking of breaking ankles, did you see Tony Storm named her move afterwards? Oh, yeah. What was it called? She named it's it great. the Break a Leg. Oh. <laughs> which I thought was great. That is, yeah. I, I saw that on Instagram this morning. Yeah, she's great. I, this is, I love, this, this is one of the better, I, I don't want to classify it as, oh, this is one of the better women's feuds to say that it's like, it's just, it's a good feud in, yeah. on its own. But like AEW hasn't been known for its women's feuds in recent memory. Right. So this is one of the, the best ones they've had in a very long time. And the way that they're handling it is so like, like Tony Storm is in character and just refuses to break. It's so good. Yeah. How does she not break? I don't know. Like her and like Orange Cassidy. I don't know how they don't break character sometimes. Oh, no. See, I need to see them together for some reason. Yeah, that would be fun. <laughs> that would just be hilarious. <laughs> She'd be like ranting about something. He'd be like, okay, whatever. <laughs> It'd be good. It'd be good. Oh, um, yeah, but she doesn't break character. I don't know because she's hilarious. Right. And someone even said, how does she come up with, like, when she's on commentary, she wasn't on this week, but, like, when she's on commentary, does she come up with these weird, obscure references, like, beforehand, and then just remember them? Like, she seems very prepared. Yeah, she does. It, they, maybe they're feeding her something from the, or, like, yeah, she, maybe. she has notes, like, hey, you know, at some point, say A, B, or C to trigger, right. you know. Yeah. Oh, she's so good. She's so good. Um. So they they made it official. It is uh, Deanna versus Tony for the title at Revolution. Revolution is really starting to come along. I think uh, it's pronounced Revolution, actually. Revolution, as yes. the as the French would say. That's See that? Tony Storm. That's what Tony Storm calls it. I know. But she's not French, though. <laughs> no. She, she, her, her, even her accent is great. Sometimes it's French. Sometimes <laughs> <Yeah>. it's British. <laughs> like, it's yeah. not like... It's pronounced souple. <laughs> It's a, it's a Gordon Sully reference, by the way. Is it? Yes. Uh, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if he did it all the time, but he would say souple. Oh, nice. I didn't yeah. even know that. Mm-hmm. That, that was very... That makes it even better. It's terrible that I knew that. We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna, <laughs> I'm going to make fun of myself on that one. I was like, oh, I get that. That's Gordon Sully. And I was like, oh, I'm probably the only person watching that gets that. Unless Jim Ross added on. You and Jim Ross, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Me and Jim Ross got a good chuckle out of that one. <laughs> uh, uh, Tony Schiavone probably understood it. <laughs> yeah. Three people. Um, <laughs> and Tony Khan, because he's like a giant. Yeah. He's oh. watched every, every wrestling that's ever been made. Even ones that don't even exist yet. Yes. He's, he's he's into some backyarder right now that <laughs> he's like kids thirteen in ten years. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if he was like at a backyard wrestling show right now, just to, like with him and like the guy's parents just <laughs> watching. Like, I would not be surprised at all. Like, this this guy in Wisconsin who has a backyard wrestling federation. You have to go to him. <laughs> Yes, has his coffee. He just shows up. <laughs> it's random suburban home. Yeah. Everyone's like, like, what are you doing here? He's like, I gotta watch this match. I heard this kid's good. Yeah. I'm, I'm here for Rumble in the Snow. Jeez, why, why are you here? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, the what and the what? In your backyard. Rumble in the Snow. Jeez. <laughs> that's uh, great. That's incredible. Um, speaking of incredible, we had the Blackpool Combat Club versus... The CMLL crew of, okay, Henchicero, I got them all. Henchicero, right. 
Volador Jr. and Mascara Dorada. <clears throat> Thank you. Um, I, I Hanchicero is my new favorite thing, and I want to see him and uh, Danielson wrestle continually. Yeah, they're, that's fun. They're they're good together. Uh this whole match was awesome. Uh the the one luchador without the mask, did he not look like the hitman circa like nineteen ninety eight? Yeah, you're right. Like in this like looked like him. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. That's, that's now, what I do you think of this this CMLL feud? I, it 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 boggles my mind because there's triple A champions in AEW and those two like companies hate each other right. but for some reason get along really well in the back <laughs> yeah, it's weird that they're like even allowing this because there wasn't it forbidden door that they wouldn't allow anyone right who worked with i forget which one it was either cm i think cmll wouldn't allow anyone who worked with, with like the lucha bros anyone who worked with triple yes. they wouldn't allow them to be on the show because cml right. has is like a new japan partner or something so yeah. they weren't they didn't allow it yeah so it's surprising that they're allowing this well, I, I like i like the wrestling in this yeah. feud like the wrestling is obviously good like they're great i don't really care if that's weird if that's like if that makes any sense like because i don't know really who these guys are right i've seen them twice i mean it's it's well, nice that they're going to teach you who they are i'm assuming well as i was but, gonna say i have a theory yeah but like at this point it just seems like this is just something mox and danielson wanted to do so they're like, yeah, you could wrestle these guys from CMLL because that's just what they wanted. It doesn't seem, I don't know. It's a little odd to me. It's a little odd to me too when like the AEW locker room keeps coming out. They're like, oh, they're defending AEW. I'm like, from what, four guys? Like, no, <laughs> they don't need to. Yeah, it's a, the wrestling's great. And yes. I, I, I just, I don't know where it's going. Well, I, this is my theory. I have nothing to back this up other than when I was watching the show, I thought of this. They're, this reminds me of when they slowly brought the new Japan people over before forbidden door. Right. I think this is, I think we're going to see another company added to forbidden door and possibly it be CMLL. Like there's a reason why all these people are coming. Like, um, they just, like I said, they just kind of did the same thing. Like, Oh, Will Ospreay showed up and then, you know, like they kind of sprinkled those people in to say like, Hey, pay attention to who this is. Yeah. And the, the, like, That's if true. you don't know, I, I just, I have a feeling Tony Khan worked some magic and maybe ironed out that deal where those two companies didn't get along. Yeah. And there's going to be, I think Forbidden Door is going to, like, I think that is the equivalent of our WrestleMania. Yeah. The only thing that's, it's weird for me, like, not weird, um, strange for me is that there's, like, AEW's roster is obviously huge. Right. It's odd that they're choosing to put, these guys who don't work for them on TV and not guys who do work for them. So yeah, you're right. There has to be a reason for it. Cause why right. else would they be like, Oh, we have limited TV time. We're going to bring on some guys from a different company onto our show. Right. Exactly. If, if there wasn't a long-term plan here. Yeah. And I, I mean, like I said, I, there, I didn't read rumors. I have, you know, 0% of anything to back that up other than, like there has to be, you know, rhyme for reason. Like they're there. Yeah, for something. that does make sense. That does make sense. So yeah, that's where my head went. Like okay, you know, Forbidden Door isn't that. Uh, that yeah, Forbidden Door isn't that far off. It's in June. I mean, yes, it's February, but you know, you start. You know, um, I'm not Forbidden Door. Oh yeah, Forbidden Door is in June. Um, yeah. Uh, 
you know, you, you like in April, you're going to start, uh, really pushing for forbidden door. Right. So, you know, get them on TV now. And then, you know, maybe they don't come back until April, but when they do, you could be like, Oh, that's Henchicero. Like, yeah, that's true. People will know, like, now, do you think it'll be Forbidden Door? Or do you think they're doing like they're going to do another like a show in Mexico? Because Mox mentioned, oh, do you want to have a, a match in Arena Mexico? Like, are they that made? That's what I thought that there's going to be like an AEW Mexican show. I mean, why they're going to have not? these guys on it? Why not? Or maybe even I just thought of this right now. Maybe Forbidden Door 2025 is in Mexico. Yeah, that's true too. You that's know, true. get all these people here now, and you know, sprinkle them in. Get oh wow. There are a lot of things can happen, but I I would take an AEW show in Mexico. I think that'd be awesome. Yeah. Um, I, I also l- leading into the next segment, uh, we're just going to touch lightly on it. But I have another theory. All right. <laughs> and and again, nothing to back it up. All right. Um, the Undisputed Kingdom attacked Chuck Taylor, um, backstage, and a lot of people weren't happy with this. Uh, they just said it didn't make any sense. Blah yeah, blah. Yeah, I thought blah. it was weird. I I wasn't unhappy with it. I just thought it was it was out of nowhere, kind of. Well, this is again, this is where my wrestling brain went. I think this is foreshadowing and a setup of Okada and Chaos. That would make sense. Like, yeah. I mean, all of best friends are in chaos. Rocky Romero is there every week now for some reason. Yeah. Um it would make a whole lot of sense if, like, oh, this big huge faction who, you know, there's more of them than there are best friends you know what i mean like that would make sense yeah you know Okada it, comes was, it was it was strange and it was like no offense to best friends but like uh but undisputed chuck kingdom, taylor yeah chuck <laughs> taylor Un- undisputed kingdom is like the they, they were main event angle right like they were involved right. with mjf in the world title it seems weird for them to be now attacking chuck like why chuck taylor he's not like anywhere on their radar it was odd. Exactly. That's what I, that's what I was saying a second ago. Like, yeah, who's Chuck Taylor? Like, yeah, not not like we know who he is, but yeah, if you're going to attack somebody, like, there's some, yeah, why Chuck Taylor? Like, what, why Chuck like, Taylor? It's right. not even like they have a title, right? If if they had right. if if they were attacked Orange Cassidy, you'd be like, okay, at least they maybe want the the international title, right? That would right. make sense. But yeah, Chuck Taylor doesn't have really anything, and Roddy Strong already basically has his match against Orange Cassidy, so it's not like they were attacking him to try to convince orange cassidy to put up his title like they True. already have that match so yeah you're right there there must be something more to it and then oh that, that that's you know that's all i had to say on this statement uh segment but um i i think aw rarely does especially backstage things for no reason that's true. like i mean even when mjf was attacked by joe and Joe found it, or however they had it, Joe paid to have him jumped or whatever. Like, they let that go for, like, a month before they explained it. And then they explained it. Right. So, That's so yeah. So, I don't know. That was just my little thing. Um, we had a fan question this week. Yes. And, uh, like, a professional, I even wrote it down. So, it's not like, I read this random thing on the internet. Sorry. But, no. <laughs> we have proof. Uh, we have Arnold Booker from Mastodon who asked us, what is AEW's biggest weakness right now? Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Um, you go. All right. I've kind of <laughs> touched on this before, and it's 
it's hard to say. It's hard to explain. I think like the lack of consistency throughout AEW, and that okay. I'm not trying to say that I want it to be more the same because I really like that right. like every match is different. I like that there's a lucha match followed by a hardcore match followed by a technical match. Like I, I don't, I'm not saying I want the matches to be more similar. Right. I'm saying like the like like where they they'll repeat spots you know, three times in one night. And by the time you're on your third match, you've you've seen a guy. I've talked about the biting before, right? But you've seen a guy get bit before. You like this is the fourth guy who's gone right, to a table. Right. It kind of <laughs> it takes away from it. things. Yeah, yeah. I watched a, a YouTube video. Maven from W, who's been WWE, has a YouTube channel, and he did a thing today on. Um, I didn't watch all of it, but it was like things wrestlers are told not to do. And when he said when he was in WWE, one of the things that they told them, if you're on like the first, second, or third match of the card, don't do any like crazy high spots because they might oh, come up later right and you don't want to take away from like if you do like a you know a suicide dive into the crowd on the second match and then oh they were going to do that in the main event and now that takes away from right. from the main event i'm not saying they shouldn't do high spots early in the show because that gets the crowd interested. right i'm just saying they shouldn't like repeat spots if you're gonna put someone through a table yeah. they should tell everyone else on the show okay this guy's going through a table in the fourth match Let's not do any table spots because it's going to lose it. It's going to lose the, right, the, right. the feeling of that. I think that's, 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 I think is their biggest flaw in my opinion is that it doesn't feel consistent. And like, it doesn't feel consistent with like the, the rules of things too. Like we've talked about last week, or I think it was last week where like, they didn't know the rules to that cage match. No, the cage match. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't really like, was it elimination? Yeah. But how so? <laughs> like they didn't. And I don't think anyone knew, like, I feel like they have to have someone who keeps track of all this stuff, who keeps track of all the spots, who keeps track of all the rules of the matches. It sounds dumb to say, but it's like overarching thing to kind of make it a bit more consistent. And, and I mean, you, you, you there's great points. Um, and do you think they kind of have that because like, they're still establishing things like we don't know the rules for things. Cause it might've been, or not the first time, but like, these matches haven't been on TV since like the seventies. A lot of them, yeah. like the way and the rules go, it's wrestling, right? So you could always change. Like, right, I exactly. That, like, like when they announce five minutes remaining in the match, like they don't announce that in every match. So like, right. I <laughs> right. think that that's how wrestling works. Sometimes you change the match to suit the right. situation that you're in. That's fine. But I just think they should be telling you in advance if it's going to be a pinball exactly. or submission exactly. match, or if it's going to like, they should be telling that, that sort of stuff where it seems like, that's like they're missing they're missing a like a sig like a overarching producer like coney con writes the shows but then someone should be yeah reading through it after because tony Khan in his mind probably knows the rules of the match but there has to be another person who's like wait you didn't actually explain that you know it and the wrestlers in the match know it but you didn't right, right. tell everybody else that like i think they're missing a, a layer underneath tony Khan who goes over the whole card and is like, Oh wait, you can't do this because we're doing this same thing later in the show. Or, Oh, you can't do this because we didn't explain that that's the consequences of that other thing that happened. Like they need someone who goes through and makes the show a bit more consistent. I, I agree with that perfectly. Um, do you think that's, um, uh, Oh, what's the guy that they just fired at TNA Scott Demore? I mean, that would be great. I when when they when when I heard that he was gone, and unless it's for like unsavory reasons, which I don't think it was. I feel like the right, right, right. I feel like it was like a power, play, like a business power play, like it was a typical business thing. It wasn't like for anything bad anyone did. Yeah. 
um, when he first got let go, my my first thought was he should book ROH. Yeah, because totally. he booked TNA, which is somehow like if you had told people in you know ten years ago that TNA would still be a company, right? No offense to TNA, but like it was not doing well for a while there, and he kind of stabilized it and made it a company that people like. It's it's an entertaining show, right? So if, mm-hmm. if he can do that with TNA, he could probably do something similar with ROH. And I think that's if we're going to go to a second flaw, I'd say that's their other flaw is ROH doesn't really have a thing like. What is ROH? Is it a separate company? Because if it's a separate company, why are sometimes like why is Eddie Kingston on Dynamite if it's a separate company? And if it's part of AEW, then why aren't people going back and forth all the time? You know what I mean? Like Samoa Joe right. can go back and forth as champion, but why can't Athena? Like that sort of thing needs True. to be that kind of it lumps it into my first point. It just they've never really explained what ROH is. That, like they, that's they true don't really too. explain a lot of things like but i don't know it sounds like it sounds like nitpicking and it kind of is nitpicking because yeah. i like i like the aw shows i think they're generally good but that's the first thing that i thought of when when the question was asked is just consistency and explaining stuff and that's that's perfect and we didn't step on each other either mine's totally different so all right <clears throat> excuse me um <clears throat> mine is right now i mean it, the numbers don't lie it's attendance and live attendance i mean they're getting good ratings they're getting bomb review like good review bomb is in i just dated myself I used the 90s term jesus christ yeah, those ratings are <laughs> to bomb man yeah it's like what was i what was i thinking <laughs> i haven't said that in like 25 years <laughs> anyways um they're getting great ratings on um uh, like social media, like people are loving all the shows, but the live crowd. And again, I, I said this a couple weeks ago, I think it's oversaturation. Like they're doing it again. And like, if we're there, I think they're going to te- Texas or Oklahoma, like, and it's yeah, somewhere they're they're doing dynamite and collision in the same place. Yeah, Tuesday and Wednesday night. <laughs> like, yeah. I, why does it have to be there? Like, like, send people to new york for a collision like i i think that's the biggest thing and and the crowd matters like you might think sorry just to step on your your no you're fine go but like my first your first thought is like oh who cares who goes to the shows as long as the shows are good right that's true right but the crowd matters if you're in front of a thousand people versus in front of ten thousand people it it's a different feel yeah Totally. Like this week was good. This week the crowd was—I don't know what the numbers were, but like the crowd seemed more full this week. It definitely did. Definitely seemed, did. Seemed more energetic this week, and that—that that does matter. Like it's not just like a business, like a nitpicky thing. Like like the rating of the show doesn't matter. Whether eight hundred thousand right. people or a million people watch doesn't right. affect the quality of the show, right? To me, watching at home, right. ten people could be watching that show, and if, if it doesn't exactly. matter, exactly. But the audience in the building does to an extent. Uh, oh yeah i mean look at the um pandemic era like they were putting the rookies in the crowd to just make noise right (laughs) like any noise will do but yeah like the oversaturation and like you know you were looking at ticket prices it it's not cheap (laughs) yeah i mean Uh, we'll talk about it later but the show the show that they have coming up in boston like when the tickets have been doing really have been going really really well and obviously it's a big show so that makes sense but also they were saying like tickets range between 25 and 55 dollars or something like that's good like that's a yeah that's a that's a good that's a probably pretty low price for for a live event 
Whereas I've said before, like the, the dynamite that's happening here is I'll probably still end up going, but the dynamite that's here is like $90 or something for the worst tickets. Whereas like the last time they were here, it was $30 for the worst tickets. Like that's a, you know, triple the price. And that's, that's nuts. And if that's going to be, if, and I think that's part of the reason it's a problem because yeah, if you're, if you're going, you know, your whole family for you are going and it's a hundred bucks each. That's that's four hundred dollars just to go right. to, to dynamite, right? Like it's I mean, it's you, and then they're doing collision in the same same right. building the next day. Like you're yeah, you're not gonna go. You're not gonna spend eight hundred dollars on this. Like that's not happening. Right. So. It, it, it's well I, I was thinking me me and you well you, more you. I was a fan, but you used to work for another blog, uh the Pens blog. And do you think they should maybe take a page out of the penguins book and start something like a student rush because the pens lock those fans in who are now our age who are now season ticket holders yeah that makes a lot of sense you know i mean because go to college towns yeah right before the shows they kind of like discount the tickets right like the day the the week of they drop them half price or whatever which is fine but but it kind of you're right. If they, if they hicked you in the first place, like, oh, if you're a, you know, yeah. a student or something, you can get yeah. in for cheaper. That would be great because and, and, and students are going to be loud. They're going to be partying. They're going to be drinking. Exactly. Be, yeah. And you're going to be running those types of arenas. Like when they're in Pittsburgh, it's a college arena on a college campus. So, right. you know, it, just flash your uh, college ID. You get in the door for just make it a set price. Um $25 best available right. seats, you know, you and your buddies might not necessarily sit together, but you'll be in the building. Uh, right. I, I just think if they did something like that and then you like, you wouldn't realize the amount of fans that they would make just because, you know, a group went because it was on campus that night, you know, like, yeah. and, and I mean, AW shows are fun. So if you, right. went, like you'd have a great time, like it's, it's fun to go to them. Yeah. Like, you know, you, they pulled in wrestling people that weren't even fans because there was nothing to do. Now they're watching every week on TV, you know? Right. Yeah. I, I think if they pulled a strategy like that, that would be do heads and tails biz, better business for them ticket wise. Apparently. And I don't know who the people names are, but apparently they have a new person who's in charge of like, not the, not booking the arenas, I think, but like who's in charge of like the, the local promotions. Oh, okay. when they go places so maybe okay. that person will fix it i don't know but i i don't know the specifics of it but i know that there is a new person that they've hired recently to do something like that so maybe they will well that's 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 great news but speaking of even greater news and attendance because it's almost sold out we found out about aew big business which that's our uh we were talking about we haven't had a special edition of dynamite in a long time yes in uh march what was that march 15th it's in five weeks 16th 16th five weeks um now did you notice they spelled boston wrong on that poster we always we always have nitpicks with aw they're supposed to be professional that's right boston only has one s and it's not a dollar sign and it's not a dollar sign (laughs) i hope someone got fired for that blunder i know um what 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 a great way to do it yes yeah. and I, uh, and i saw some people who were like oh mercedes isn't like oh she's not cm punk she hasn't been out of business for seven years or whatever so she's not going to be as big of a draw as he is but like clearly she is because they've already like sold out their pre-sale right. so yeah and and l- l- let's be honest we don't know 
how this is going to go down, but hypothetically, a lot of bad WWE news has broke recently, and she was not the happiest person there. Do you give her a live mic and let her say what she wants? Hypothetically. Yeah, I don't know if they want to even exactly exactly i don't know i I feel like they would i feel like they wouldn't even go there they're just going to be she's here now she doesn't need to like tell you why she left wwe or that wwe is bad everyone knows everyone who knows her knows that she left because she didn't like it there so i don't know if she needs to actually do that like i i would give her a mic but i don't think she has to talk about why she's why she left i think she just has to move on i i i was thinking about this i i if she mentions it I don't, again, I'm going to pull a reference that you'll understand, but nobody else will get. <laughs> Remember when X-Pac came back? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and all he said was if Scotty and Big Kev could be up here right now, they would be. Right. Me- meaning they're locked into contracts and they're getting paid. Trust us. They'll be here eventually. Right. I think she'll give like a, a wink yeah, and a nod. Yeah, that would be good. Just like, like a, a wink a, a, to a Bailey quick, or something. Little... Yeah, a quick little thing, yeah. Yeah, like, I don't know if Bailey has a nickname or something, like, you know, or like, you know, hey, hugs are free here or something. Right. You know, like, something like that. Like, hey, I'll see you soon. Yeah. But I I, I agree. Um, her presence, I think, will be, be enough. Yeah. Uh, unless she specifically says, hey, I want to air these I, grievances. Can right. I do this? Right. Um, I do think they'll kind of let her do whatever she wants. Like if she, yeah, right, yeah. If she wants to say it, they'll let her because why not? But now n- next big question for big business can't have business without money. And the and rainmaker dollar signs there. Yeah. And, and the rainmaker is all about that money. Do we see Okada? I think maybe, I think they might like, I, like I thought they were going to do it revolution, but when Tony Khan tweeted that, Oh, 2024 is, is the new 2021 or whatever it was. And 2021 yeah. was the day when punk, you know, the same show punk oh. had his first match. They also debuted both Danielson and Adam Cole. Like they threw all the debuts into one show. Right. I could see them doing that again. I thought it was going to happen at revolution, but that's Sting's last match. So I feel like maybe they're just leaving. Oh that. yeah. You won't want to overshadow. They don't want to overshadow Sting. Right. So I never even maybe, thought of that. Maybe big business is going to be like their new, the new, not a new launch, but this is like, oh, this is the new AEW. Like, uh, well, right, right. probably going to be there. And they're going to have Mercedes and, <laughs> yeah, Okada showing up would be incredible. Oh, my. And God. now I have to pay $90 to see Dynamite <laughs> the week after. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, you just talked yourself right into that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I mean, it, as you know, we're recording here on Friday night and the pre-sale is a hundred percent sold out, right? Or very uh, close. So, yeah. Yeah. And oh, sorry, it's March. I think it's March 13th. Sorry. Not March, March 13th. 13th. Okay. Yeah. Um, and general tickets tomorrow. Are tomorrow. So it's going to sell out. Uh, yeah. It just depends on, on what they count as a sellout, right? Cause if, if they, are they going to do right? like, Oh, we're going to sell the lower bowl first. And then once that sells out, we're going to open up the rest of it. Or are they just going to open up the whole thing? I don't know what they're going to do, but right. Right. Um, and I mean, this is a big middle finger to anybody that ever said she wasn't a draw because yeah. Uh, just like punk, they didn't say anything. They left you right. a little hint. 
I mean, Darby yeah. said, even if you're the best in the world, we all know right. that. I mean, this is a pretty big hint, but it's still a hint. Right. It's still not. Yeah. It's, yeah. It wasn't like, hey, Mercedes Monet will be here in five weeks at, I was going right. to say at 920. And I did it <laughs> unironically because I looked down and it was 954. Nice. I was literally just going to say 920. That would, that would actually be hilarious if that's when she debuted. <laughs> now, on that note, where would you, like, it's hard to do. Where would you rank her in terms of like big free agent signings from AEW? Uh, Top ten, I'm assuming, but I I don't know where specifically. Right now, I would say she is the biggest. I mean, Danielson and all that, they're big, but they're at the end. Like she's the first to jump in the from WWE in her prime. Yeah. The only ones I thought otherwise were punk just because it had been so long. That mm-hmm. he wrestled. Right. And, and oh, FTR. Oh, and Mox. Mox, yeah. they didn't hype up in advance. Like he just showed up at the pay per view. But True. Mox was another guy, another guy who was like, yeah, he's in the prime of his career. And yeah. he chose AEW. But yeah, she's yeah. up there. She's yeah. one of the bigger ones. Like other than me, Adam Cole, Adam Cole, but that's not actually surprising though, because Adam Cole was obviously like, he's an yeah. indie guy, right? He fits yeah. in with AEW. Mercedes his- is is a WWE person. She's basically right. only been in WWE. Like she's had been in new Japan, but before that she was a WWE product. She came up in WWE. Right. And now she's moved leaving. Yeah. Or someone like Adam Copeland, but he's older. So yeah. Yeah. That's what prime. I mean. Like, she's like, like those guys that their 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 names are big, but you know, Adam Copeland said he has two and a half years tops. This is right. Daniel Danielson's last full year at full time. Like this yeah. is, you know she's going to be here for I like I don't know at least three to five years. I mean Tony Khan's contract seemed to be three to five years, so yeah, like it's a long time. <laughs> and she's going to be like a main event. Like she's not here yeah. to like put she's not here to like put young talent over. Right. She's here to be like their main event. Yeah. Top she star. Is, yeah. So and on that note, where do you where do you start her? Does she start at the women's title or where does she start? Uh, to be perfectly honest with you, like I would love to see her uh, go right after Julia for the TBS title to put Julia yeah. over. Yeah. As in like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, maybe she beats Julia, obviously. But, you know, like, hey, I didn't go for the world title. I went after your, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Kind of give the title a little, not that it needs a legitimacy because, I mean, I don't know. That's what I would do. But obviously, it's, she's going to go right to the top. I mean, they're I don't know if she goes time. right. I don't know if she goes right for the world title because Tony Storm is killing it there right now, and she's over. True. But, but you're right. They're not going to waste their time. Like the, the the problem they had with Punk, not problem, but when when Punk came in, they started him off slow, which makes sense. I mean, he hadn't wrestled in a long time, right? So they started him off like the Darby Allen match was big, but then he had a bunch of matches. No offense to any of these people, but like Hobbs yeah. or or Eddie Kingston, like they're not, they're not the dream feuds you thought of when you thought of CM Punk coming to AEW. Right, right. And then obviously it turned out they never got those feuds. They never got a, you know, <laughs> another Punk-Danielson match. They never got a Punk-Kenny Omega match. They never got any of the stuff that you thought you were going to get when when he showed up. So I think you're right. They're not going to waste their time with like, not that anyone in the building is a waste of time, but they're not, right, they're going right. to get, they're going to get to the matches people want to see. Quickly. Yes. And, I'm thinking the match at the two two places I would start her. She's gonna be a face, obviously, but yeah, at least at first. But the matches that people want to see are Soraya, just because of their history together. And I was gonna say they're really good friends too, aren't they? Yeah, 
And it would make perfect sense. I mean, she's a face, so it's not might not work out properly, but it would make perfect sense for her to come after Willow because the last time yeah. we saw Mercedes, she got hurt. Oh, yeah. Willow. Oh, yeah. It, dude, I just had a thought. A wild card for big business. Just imagine everyone's expecting Mercedes or Okada. And uh, Shivani comes out and he was like, and, and the person we're waiting for, and Jamie Hayter's music hits. That would be cool. Yeah. Just like full blown, like heel. Like, did you forget about me? Yeah. And then Mercedes music hits. Yeah, that would be cool. Her and Mercedes <laughs> would be cool. And be like, oh, and who are you? Like, oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. The women's division now has, before, if you were going to debut a new woman, she kind of had to go after the world title because yeah. it was a weak, it was a small division. Yes. But like now it's going to be like she has so many options. Like, I yeah. was just thinking when you thought when you thought about Jamie Hayter coming back, what if Britt Baker comes back? What if Britt Baker comes out at the beginning <laughs> right. of the show and is like, wait a second, you never did this for me. How come right. I didn't get my own show? And she right. gets hurt. Like, yeah, that could go. There's so many places this could go. Wow, I like totally forgot. Like, no disrespect to Britt, but like I forgot <laughs> she hasn't been on TV in so long. Right. Wow. I agree. Yeah, so did I. Ugh. But like Mercedes is so good in the ring that any of these matches could be great like every single one. Of them. Oh yeah like if she came in and she challenged tony storm right away like i would have absolutely no problem with that because that's perfectly fine did did they never wrestled in wwe huh i don't think so because she would have already been on the main roster when tony storm would have been in nxt yeah i think when tony storm got called up they might have been together on the main roster for like a short period of time and then i was gonna say and then either she quit or and tony, then tony left. and then tony left i think and okay then Sack oh that's right and then they quit yeah yeah um but yeah big business is well it's exciting it's exciting and it's going to be big business i believe uh and it's gonna better be two huge it's gonna be two huge shows because revolution has already sold like fifteen thousand, right thousand seats or something and then like this is right after it is going to be another you know 10 15 000 people in 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 boston so there's gonna be two huge shows for yeah it's because for all the the attendance problems AEW has legitimately had like they're gonna go back to back with massive shows so that's gonna be really cool massive shows that aren't chicago which is big yes yes and now now could boston be their new chicago if, if this works out hopefully like the place where they can go all the time and it's pretty much guaranteed to to do well uh, well i mean if if mercedes is your you know, one of the faces of your company, then yeah, because she's going to draw in her hometown. Yeah. Just like I always believe Brit could get enough people into uh, whatever the Penguins Arena is called now. <laughs> I forget. Um, PPG Paints. Oh, is that what it is? I thought they changed it. Oh, no, they changed the football stadium. They changed okay. it, the football stadium, to some yeah. weird name. I Accusure, yeah. Accusure Insurance. Yes. <laughs> uh, which, uh, anyways. Um, but the WWE had that contract there. So I wonder, that brings up another question. Now that, because Pittsburgh couldn't even run UFC shows because of the WWE contract. Right. I, I wonder if that contract is now moot since it's a new company. Because, like, what what's WWE not going to let their partner UFC run the... Uh, the PPG Paints Arena. Yeah, I mean, there were, rumors that, there were rumors that they wanted to do, like, super shows. Where they'd have a you know a WWE pay per view on Saturday and then a UFC pay per view on Sunday in the same building, back to back. So, so yeah, so they would like. I I wonder if those contracts are void now. Which if they are, I really hope they run 
PPG in Pittsburgh because parking is way better. <laughs> That's the well, other a, a, lo- a lot of the deals they have are like, <clears throat> from what I've heard, is that they're like they can't run in the same building in the same like there's a th- there has to be a three month buffer or something between the two of them. Or in some of them they say like, oh, oh you okay. can't promote your show until their show has already happened. Because like WWE is running another show in TD Garden in like July. So they're they run that building too. They just must have some sort of right. deal where it has to be, you know, like a so couple months, months apart, apart. I, I something like that. Yeah. So maybe that's maybe they can. It's weird they haven't done a bigger building in Pittsburgh because I feel like they they could. Especially like if you like you'd laugh like the Peterson Event Center is literally on a hillside. Like I mean, you've been to Pittsburgh. Everything's on a hillside. It's yeah. legit on a hillside. Like <laughs> the parking garages are either at the top or bottom, and it's in the center. And you have to walk up or down depending. <laughs> and at the end of the night, you either have, if you got if you parked up top, you got to walk down when you got there. But you have to walk up to get now back. Now you have to, your to walk car. up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's in the worst possible place. <laughs> um. Anyways, moving along. Um. Just we're gonna. Uh, hit on Jericho versus Takeshita. All I have to say is it's official. No disrespect, Chris Jericho, but you've lost a step. Again, you can do this 10,000 times better than I ever will. I'm not talking junk as in, I want to see Chris Jericho like four times a year in the ring. He could be on television every week. I don't care. He's entertaining. He's good on the mic. He's good on commentary. As a performer, if he wasn't wrestling Takeshita, I might have turned the television off. Right. Like, Takeshita, Takeshita carried that match to the point of, I see why he's in a lot of tag matches now. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't bad because Takeshita carried it, but Takeshita did a lot of the lifting. Yeah, Takeshita did a lot of lifting. And again, like I said before about AEW, this match was like, I think was, I looked it up. I think it was like 13 minutes or something. Like... Yeah, matches don't all have to be thirteen minutes. Like they could have had, yeah. they could, it could have been seven or eight. Easy, right? seven. And it, yes, and it would have been fine. And not every match needs to be fifteen minutes, right? Like, and this yes. is one of the ones. The point of the match was for Takeshi to beat Jericho, and they and need to with his own hold at the end. You were right. right. The ending was great. It, they just yeah. could have got there way sooner. They could have yes. got there faster. And that. you're right. They don't. Jericho doesn't need to be wrestling like regular. A regular schedule on dynamite I, I saw today that someone i think it was Meltzer, said that jericho is the highest paid guy in aw which is yeah. fine like he's totally a big yeah. name that's yeah. fine and maybe he wants to get his like tony khan wants to get his money's worth by having jericho wrestle more often but like you're here he doesn't need to wrestle he could be on commentary he could be doing segments he could do it like he doesn't yeah. need to be wrestling every week he could wrestle once a month or right once every two months and it would be fine yet and I mean, look what they do with Sting. Sting was in viable storylines pretty much his entire AEW career. I mean, he might have been on a dynamite at the beginning of the month and you might not have seen it until the end of the month. Yeah. Uh, but you didn't question it. Right. And, you know, if they did that with Jericho and again, it doesn't have to be every month he's on twice. Like I said, he could be on he could be on commentary, cut a promo. He can give him a segment, you know, like, yeah, you know, let him be inter- an in-ring interview or something like it's it, just because I had so much admiration for him growing up as being like one of my favorite wrestlers. Like I, 
I feel bad saying that I think time has passed him up because it makes him and me both get old. Right. <laughs> but but it's starting to show and I don't want him to go through what he had to watch his right his people grow and in his AEW, idols, like man. and in AEW, Sorry. they have such a big roster that some people don't wrestle often right, right. it's fine like darby doesn't wrestle every week right he's well, like 26 he... years old or something right like he would die if he wrestled every week i was just gonna say yeah he'd just fall apart. but like you can go a while without having a match like and it's yeah. fine because they just have so many guys you wouldn't even it, it's not to say that you don't miss them because some wrestlers obviously you like better than others. Right. But like Jericho, if he was on once and then didn't show up for it a month, like this is not a shot at Jericho. Like it would be fine and he could come back in a month and it would be more interesting than if he's on every other in the week. Cr- yeah. And the crowd would go nuts if they yeah. didn't hear that song for a month. And then out of left field. Uh, yeah. It just plays. Oh, and, and I kind of hope this, this Don Callis Jericho, I don't think it is because Jericho likes to have long feuds, but this feud is dull. It's it's over, right? Like everybody, I, Hobbs, I, Hobbs beat Jericho right. and then Takesh to beat Jericho. It's over. Like right. just, it's over. I forgot it was still going on until last night before yeah. the match. I was like, this is still happening. I forgot it was happening. Yeah. They don't need to do this anymore. Um, But yeah, that's, that's the only thing about Jericho. I think, I think we're going to get a, uh, Jericho and Sammy versus Takeshita and Hobbs match because Sammy came out and was and involved. I'll and that's take fine. A tag it's match. a tag yes. match. A tag match. Yeah. I w- if they made Jericho and Sammy just a team, that would be fine. Like, because then, yeah. would, and then he could still he could still be on twice a month, right? And then yeah, he, the matches would be he'd have to only do five minutes, right? So yeah, but you're yeah, right. They, he does he doesn't need to be like a full time in ring guy. And you're yeah. right. No, like not that he's bad at wrestling. Just right. Need to do it. It, it. Yeah. He doesn't need to. And there's going to be, there is going to be that match eventually when his opponent has an off night and it's going to be a stinker of stinkers. Well, he like, had that match with, with Colt Cabana, where, like he almost died. Didn't he? Like he fell. Oh like, yeah. He almost <laughs> fell on, like fell on his neck or something. Yeah. I forgot exactly what the he, spot was, but he screwed up the lion's salt. Yeah. Yeah. Uh and so again, you're right. You're right. There's gonna be one match where like it's not Takeshita, it's somebody else who Yeah. Yeah. Just and and it's gonna be like embarrassing for him. Like, and not not just embarrassing, it's just like we've talked over and over again about how he's dull right at this yeah. point. Like I don't wanna see him right now. Exactly. So if he was around less often, it would be more interesting. Uh-huh. Yeah, he and he must realize that. Like he's not a stupid like he's a good he's he's a smart wrestler he's he knows enough about characters and how to get over with a crowd that he must recognize this he is but he also uh, you have to he has that old school mentality beat in his head right. that if you're not on tv for two seconds people who the hell's that oh he wasn't right. on tv for two seconds that's chris right. jericho he's been here 25 years like right. <laughs> like it, it's they have that weird thing that yeah, and he might have this feeling like, oh, if I'm a if I'm a wrestler, I have to be a full time wrestler. I don't want to be a right. part time wrestler, right? But because if you're yeah. a part timer, it's it's over and blah blah. Like yeah, they have that weird thing where they just can't ever stop. It's yeah. odd. It is odd. Wrestling's an odd industry. It is, and it it like really makes you think like how like most wrestlers be like, oh yeah, everybody here is insane, and it's kind of proving them all right. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I mean, yes. Like the, there's not many like, normal. Like I was, I was thinking about this. It's going to go off topic here, but I went to like yeah. the NHL all-star game last weekend 
And, you know, they do that thing where they're like, here's the attendance for tonight's game, right? Yeah, yeah. The attendance was like 18,000, whatever. They're like, a complete sellout. And, like, I looked at the crowd and it was not. Like, there were obvious, there were seats around me that had been empty all game. Right. Right. So, like, it was not a complete sellout. But, like, I know what they mean. All those tickets were sold. Correct. And some people didn't show up for whatever reason. Either they couldn't scalp them or they just couldn't make it or whatever. Right. But all the tickets were sold. And that happened and everyone just like cheered yeah and then they moved on but in wrestling is the only one where like they go wait a second what's the turnstile count on this and we need to know from a freedom right. information act how many people were like wrestling is the only thing where like i don't know how like i watched the hockey game i don't know how many what the rating for that game was i have no clue and i will never look it up i don't care but right. in wrestling people need to know how many people were there and how many people watched it right and and then they need to know who was sitting backstage with who like only in wrestling like no one else cares about this stuff in like any other form of entertainment but like, you never true. hear okay, okay they want a movie set together but is that his real character or how does he act no obviously he's acting right like, like <laughs> right only wrestling has this weird so many weird things with wrestling where like jericho probably feels like oh if i'm gonna be full-time i have to be there every week you think there's movie actors who are like if i don't do a minimum of five movies a year like they don't care <laughs> Right, like, right. If you're already like Jericho's already famous, I get when you're breaking in, you have right. oh I have to keep I have to be on TV all the time so people right. start to know who I am. Right. But he's already famous. He, he could be gone for a year, and yeah. he could show up, and people would still go, "Hey, Chris Jericho," and then be excited. Like he doesn't need to be wrestling is such a weird thing. They have this mentality that like oh everyone's gonna forget about you, or you're gonna lose your yeah. spot if you're not on TV. But you're not when you get to that point. Like like. Not to talk about WWE because you know reasons, right? Um, right. but like The Rock came back and everyone was like excited. They weren't like, "Who was that guy?" Like, no, you know Ex who he is, right? Right? Like, right? Jericho could leave for five years and show up and still mm -hmm. get a huge pop, and people would care. So like, he doesn't need to be, I mean, on TV well, all the time, right? And he should be able to just look back when, uh, like I don't know if he was in between contracts or. Whenever he worked his first match with Kenny in um, Japan, when yeah. he was, I don't know if he was necessarily, his contract was either up with WWE or he was negotiating and they were like, oh no, go ahead and do it. Yeah. Well, there was like, you know, he couldn't do press for that because he was either negotiating or under right. contract with WWE. I mean, they could put him on the poster and everything, but that match drew because of his name. Like he didn't need to do the press for it. You know, like, yeah, and he must realize that, like, when you leave for a long time and people like you get a bigger pop when you come back, like, he's yeah, seen it happen. He's like, he must have seen it happen a million times, even I mean, himself, look, where he yeah. was gone for a while and then came back and got a bigger pop, right? Like, I mean, just look yeah. at the moment when Punk came back, that right. was a moment, like, yeah. oh, anyways, uh, the main event of the night. Was the tornado tag match with Darby and Sting versus champions Ricky and Big Bill? Um, first and foremost, Big Bill's Boss Man Slam was that was incredible. Probably the best Boss Man Slam I've ever seen in my life. That was yeah. awesome. That was so uh, cool. The match itself was was cool. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. It it was it wasn't over the top. It wasn't like a bloodbath it wasn't like a technical masterpiece it was kind of all of that because it yeah. even had the blood at the end <laughs> which yeah. oh the end oh 
I have to, before go we ahead, get to I'll the end, which, yeah. which I want to talk ahead. about, yes, but yes. I want to yes. give AEW, and I think everyone does, give them so much credit for everything they've done with Sting. Yes. Because it's been, what, three years? Basically three years of Sting, yeah. right? Yeah. And they, first of all, he's done an incredible job. He's he's throwing himself off balconies and, like, <laughs> yeah. it's incredible. It's amazing. Um, but, like, he... Not even the way he retired from WWE because that was a fluke injury, or whatever you could say. Yeah. Oh, that could happen to anybody, and it could have, right? Like they yeah. they didn't plan it that way. They didn't plan to have him that be his last match, but it was, and whatever. But like, just even the way that they positioned him in WWE is like, oh, he's an old guy who's defending WCW's legacy. Like they they positioned right. him as a loser, right? right. <laughs> whereas whereas in AEW they've given him what he should get. He should get this, like totally. He should be a respected legend. He should be a guy that everybody loves. He should be a guy that everyone wants to wrestle and be around. And he should get this respect. And it's so cool that he got that. Yeah. Because we thought everyone thought he'd never wrestle again. And not only did he wrestle again, he got wrestled some great matches. He got some great moments. He got to be a big deal. He's got yeah. to win a title in like his like tenth <laughs> company or something. Like it's insane. <laughs> it's yeah. so cool. They they've done an incredible job with Sting. And if for all the AEW could have done nothing else right in their whole, but like the way they yes. treated Sting has been so good that yeah. that get that gets them respect. Yeah, because they've just done such a great job. And and they're like, did you see? I think it was on. That might have been their Instagram today. It was like. They had it was like thirteen thousand eight hundred and some days was the last time Sting had a title on TBS. <laughs> oh, nice! <laughs> I was like, the person went back and figured that out. That's awesome. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I do like that AEW is kind of like the spiritual successor to to WCW. Like, it's obviously not the same company, and right. it's not. I'm not saying the product are comparable, but like, it's it's on TBS, it has, yeah. you know, yeah. some of the same people involved. Like it is kind of their spiritual, spiritual successor. So the fact that Sting was like the, the name in yes. WCW yeah. and now he gets to end his career in like the kind of the new WCW is just so cool for everyone. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it, you couldn't write it better, honestly. Yeah. Even, I don't know if you've seen, I sent you one thing at the shirt they had with the Sting face. Oh, it's incredible. Half half the, the surfer sting and half the yes. pro sting. Incredible. There's another one that's like a, I think it's a remake of like a 1980s sting shirt. It has like a day glow, like a, or like a, a bright pink and green sort of sting. Oh, uh, awesome. it's, it says sting and it has like a scorpion on it. Like it's a shirt. It's like, it looks like it's from the eighties. It's so cool. They've done everything they've done with sting has been incredible. Do you think we get, well, first off, do you think we get surfer sting in the last match? I think maybe I don't know. He doesn't have he doesn't have the hair for it anymore. Well, I was just gonna say his hair would look really bad dyed bleach blonde, but yeah, <laughs> it would. I don't care if he shaved his head. It would still you be know, cool. Like, like I'd still it would be still be cool. Yeah. yeah, like if he was like if he dyed his hair, I was like, nah, this like I ain't cut this ain't cutting it. I'm shaving it. It would still yeah. be cool. <laughs> now, other end of that spectrum, does AEW make Surfer's thing like a figure? Yeah, I think you have to. I think you do too. Like, I mean, they have to. Like, that would just be, that would be the the ultimate send off. You yeah. know, have him and retire. I, I, hope his, I hope his contract is not actually up, or that he gets a new one because I know he's not going to wrestle anymore. But like, 
just the cool stuff they've done with him, him being able to be in the video game, him being like, like, yeah, figures, T-shirts, like. Oh, yeah, I hope they keep him around. Like, if there is a such thing as a Legends deal, you know. Yeah. I hope they have their version of that to be like, you know, anytime you want anything, like, if you just want to come to the show, like. Yeah, or if they go to, you know, certain towns where he has history, just have him be there. Like, I hope he sticks around because they, and I feel like he would. Because. Yeah, I agree, too they've treated him so well and he i'm sure he knows that like they've they respect him he respects them it's just been so great and And this has all been great all been great and speaking of of respect much respect to not having rick flair out there and i know that was a time we said like oh if he would be winning a title or blah i i now i'm gonna i'm gonna roll my statement back before i even say it if the things that happened with Vince and those allegations had not come out last, I wouldn't have had a problem with him there last night. Right. But all those bad allegations come out that, you know, Flair, not in the Vince case, but Flair has been named accused. Yeah, obviously done. done yeah. A lot of He's been accused himself. Like, yeah. So yes, having him not on TV is that was, that was very, a very good move. And I feel like that's that that was a part of it, right? Like I feel like you're right. If if the Vince stuff had not come out, they probably would have had Flair there. Yeah. But it was a good call not to have him there because yeah. Right. Now he shouldn't he shouldn't be there. Agreed. Now obviously, like I said a couple weeks back, they're probably gonna have like way more legends at the actual pay-per-view. Right. Do you show Flair mixed in with them? Yeah, during that. I think like it, like if in like the front row they have Sting's family and then like Ricky Steamboat and that's what I, yeah you know Arn Anderson or whoever and then Flair's there yeah that's fine that's if they would do something like that yeah no microphone after the match if there's the confetti's out if they climb over the rail and you know hugs and if one he hugs final him bow. before the match or after the match or something yeah, yeah. perfectly fine one final bow before like I don't the Bucks like attack Flair but it fits like it makes sense it, it, yeah it, it does make sense. Uh, that that's the only except that's the only way I'll accept it. Like he doesn't get a mic, he doesn't get anything. Yeah, for a while they were having him like yeah. get his own entrance along with St- no, that. Yeah, we don't need. No, no, that's over. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh the heel box. Before we go, I have to say they're winning me over. <laughs> I told you they're great heels. No, but like because they're being heels, right? Like I saw I, I read a review of someone else. First, I loved it. I loved the ending segment. I thought it was it was incredible. so good. It was, it was so, so good. good. But I read like it was one of those endings where the show is over, and I was like, oh, but I want more of that. Like I just it was <laughs> it was good. It was yeah. it was great. I loved it. I thought the way I don't know if the on purpose like they wore white to get blood on it, or if the blood just happened and they went with it. Because either I, way, it was great. Well. Did, there was one, uh, wh- whoever got blood on them first, Matt or Nick, I, I think it was Matt. It's Matthew and Nicholas, by the way. Uh, that is true. It's Matthew. Uh, yes. it, it, they were in the corner and if like he, he had Darby by like his hair and then Darby just leaned forward onto his jacket and like legit just smeared his forehead. And then like Matt, like leaned into him and probably was like, dude, do that again. And then yeah. he was rubbing it all over his pants. <laughs> Yeah, but, I just want, I'm wondering if it was on purpose. Like they're like, oh, we're gonna wear white and you'll blade and then you'll bleed right. on us, or if or if it just worked out and like yeah, right. he got some blood on him and they were like, that looks cool, do it again. Like, yeah. I wonder, 
I wonder how much that was planned because it was cool. It was super cool. And I hope they continue to wear the bloody suits. Oh, that'd be fine. Yeah. That I'd would like be... that. <laughs> that's but that's I, a... I read I read someone's review of it online and it was it 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 encapsulated, I guess is the word, how I feel about the Bucks and I feel about the segment. Like them coming out and beating up Darby and Sting and like making them bloody and beating up, you know, Sting's kids. Mm-hmm. And like that was all cool. It was really cool. And the fact that they then didn't like wink and nod at the camera or like or like make some reference that, you know, 20 people in the audience would have like that made it <laughs> right. better because they're just jerks. Right. They, right. Sting had a great like Sting when he won the belt. I remember thinking, like, why are they taking so long to like give him the title? Because all that anyone wanted to see was Sting like raise right. the title up. And the fact that like they we didn't get that because the Bucks attacked him <gasps> was was perfect. Like it's exactly it so what a, good. it's exactly what a terrible heel would do. But yeah. then they didn't and then they but then they didn't like, you know, I don't know, hold the title up and say, like, we're gonna watch this on YouTube. Like, no, they're just assholes, <laughs> which is what they're supposed to be. Right. And and it was good. I liked it. I like uh, and there one little where they changed the BTE trigger to the EVP trigger. Oh, that's that's that funny. Was, that was great. It was good. I like it. I, I don't typically like the Bucks characters, but I thought this was perfect. It was exactly what they should have did done. It was great. Yeah. yeah. And like they obviously like if Sting wants to lose his last match, they're obviously beating him. Right. If he wants to lose, like yeah, I there's think it's also basically up to Sting. Yeah, I was gonna say like it's I'm not setting that in stone. Like it's and and I'm okay with it either way. Honestly, yeah. like if he wants to if he wants to retire yeah. undefeated as champion, that's fine. And yeah, then just like have Darby pick a new partner or something because he's Sting. He can do whatever yeah. he wants. Yeah. Oh, like that. Um. Oh, what did we say? Yeah, we we had a good thing in in our in our chat. I said someone could pick up, like Sting could retire, and then someone could jump in. Oh yeah, and be his partner. Yeah, and be his partner. Oh, Akata. Yeah. I was like, because that makes sense because the box. Right, that'd be cool. Yeah. Oh, so much can happen. I love that this dynamite had what a lot of dynamites don't have. It had a thing that makes you want to watch the next show at the end. A lot of dynamites yeah. end with a match, yeah. and then like the match is over, and whoever wins wins. Right. Yeah. And they, the end, the last shot is that person celebrating. And maybe you want to see the next show because you want to see what happens next with that guy or girl. Right. Yeah. But this had like a, you want to know what happens next. Like why, yeah, this was why did continued. the Bucks do this? Yeah. Why did, what's Sting going to, how's Sting going to respond? How's Darby going to respond? Like it had like a, a, a cliffhanger sort of at the end, which I thought it, like, like when it ended, it did, I watched it late, but when it ended, I was just like, I want to see more of this show. Like that's all, right. that was my first thought was I want to see more of this. And it was, yeah, it was good. It was really, really good. And apparently the Bucks had a segment on Rampage tonight, which I just, yeah. I want, I, I hope they didn't explain why they did it. Cause I'm not watching. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but on that note, do you have anything else to add, sir? No, I'm, I'm good. Do you think, okay. I, I oh. think it's probably one short thing. We'll talk about it more in the yeah. preview show for the yeah, preview. Yeah. I feel like. I just when we were just talking about this, I feel like the Sting Bucks match has to end Revolution. That has to be the final match of the show. Oh, absolutely. And then if that's the case, is the world title going to change hands because it's not the main event? If they're going to give it to Swerve, do they want him to be in the main event? Oh, that's a good question. Well, that that it it goes to wherever again 
Sting might want to be first. Yeah, that's true. You know, like a lot of wrestlers take pride in being like that first match because you do set the precedent. Right. Uh, that's interesting. I, I, I uh, if you can put me on the spot, um, I, I say Sting has to main event unless he doesn't yeah. want to, unless right. there's some weird wrestling trope we don't know about. Right. Um, <laughs> um, uh, well then again I'll say you could open with the title match then. Yeah, I think you have to open with one and close with one. Yeah. Cuz then you you're setting the bar and closing the show on high notes. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And I question. will say that I I like the Revolution seems like it's going to be a huge 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 show. Yeah, it does. And is that because they haven't had like there's been space between these pay-per-views. Yes. They haven't had one since December now. Like for a while they were having one every other month. So now it's been it'll be four months by the time in between them now. So or three and a half months. Oh they're probably gonna go back to every month after that. Yeah, I, I feel like not. I feel like they, they could get away with every two months. Yeah. And that would be fine. I think every month is too much. Yeah, oh I agree. And not just because not even they're... for like a, a paying for it. Even if they were right. all on on a streaming service, and they were all just it, they feel less special. They feel less important when they're that often. And like you know, we always talk about like uh, the booking. Like there's time now, right? You know, yeah. like all these things are playing out. Like you know, Sting's last match. It's you know in a few weeks, but there's still a few weeks. And like, they built up build. stuff with the Bucks turning. Yeah. And the Bucks. Yeah, they 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 did if they had to, if they had to fit that into a three week period, it wouldn't work. Yeah, like even if they were on every show, you know, in three weeks, it's twelve times, you right. know, and uh, or six times, excuse me, uh, and it, you know what, five minutes each is thirty minutes, like right. <laughs> it's I don't know. Yeah, I definitely like. I feel like Revolution feels so much bigger because it's had. Yeah. Time. Oh, it's gonna be a great show. It's gonna be a really good, really good show. And I um, cannot wait. Um, Very excited. Yeah, everybody, we, we had some new subscribers last week. Everybody that's new, uh, if you stuck around, welcome. Uh, make sure to like, subscribe, and share. We are at Elite City Pod on every social media, um, minus X. I don't think we have that. Uh, we exist, or, but we don't do anything. There you go. <clears throat> so, yeah, don't find us there. Or find us there, but we just <laughs> won't. We're there, but we're not there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you for, you know, all the kind words, and everything. And, you know, again, thank the ladies for last week. Uh, it was a killer show and did very well. So uh, we hope we didn't kill that momentum that we had for just the two man show this week. <laughs> a whole bunch of people like those guys and they just yeah. closed the app. <laughs> the original, the originals <laughs> are back. Screw that. <laughs> yeah. I had to listen to them for two years. Um, <laughs> anyways. Uh, yeah, so, you know, we're around and we'll be back next week and, uh, next week there, we're possibly might do a special show. We'll keep you informed. Uh, yes. So that's about all we have. So until next week, later. Later.